Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live for the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. We have the producing team of McKeon and Horowitz back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Seth Cantor. We'll have another update here in about 26 minutes. Talking about the Niners start to finish this dominating the Vikings. And the same can be said for Tennessee on the road against Lamar and the one seed in the AFC in Baltimore. So now the Titans, as Coach Rabel said during that Seth Cantor update soundbite, they'll get on a plane and go to Houston or Kansas City and how this Kansas City does not have the defense to stop Derrick Henry. They just don't. I don't know if Houston does. That would be interesting. So huge opinions on both of the NFL Saturday playoff games. We'll look ahead to Sunday, Seattle and Green Bay, and that Houston-Kansas City AFC matchup. And in this final hour, before we get to the college football national championship game on Monday, high-powered LSU offense and Joe Burrow, the Heisman winner. And you have Clemson, second in the country, and defensive yards per play this season. And LSU has the most plays, 10-plus or more. When I started this show about three hours ago, I don't like that extra week when college football doesn't have the continuous momentum that it did outside of a two-week holiday period in December. I just think, you know, play the game the a week ago tonight, and you'd have nine days to prepare, and you keep storylines and hype. That game almost feels forgotten. It really does. I'll give you my huge prediction on it. LSU is a six-point favorite. Over-under, if you're going to Vegas, is at 70. So who do you like Monday night? Comments on the Niners and Titans winning. one 855 cbs that's one 855 at Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Ed in Chicago listening on AM 670, The Score. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How's it going, Bill? Uh, Bill, let me give you first my uh, my job picking uh, uh, the college football championship. I'm going with Clemson. I know this guy Burrow's great, but I'm going with Clemson. And uh, I want to talk about these four games this weekend in the pros. Uh, I had no trouble picking three of them, even though I was wrong on Baltimore. I couldn't. There's no way I could have picked Tennessee. San Francisco, Minnesota was simple, and I say the same thing about Kansas City, Houston. Yeah, I got to go with Kansas City big. I cannot pick Green Bay, Seattle. Green Bay's four-point favorites. I wouldn't pick that. Take either one of those teams unless I could get seven points because I'm afraid. 
it's totally unpredictable. Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers. I just, I just can't predict it. What do you think? Well, thank you, Ed, in Chicago, listening on the score. I want to give a shout-out to Mitch Rosen and his team at AM670, one of the great sports radio stations in America. And Russell Wilson betting against him, they didn't look that good against a bad Philly team minus Carson Wentz, Rodgers at Lambeau. I don't think you can bet against the Packers. I like Kansas City at home, but I'm telling you, when Derrick Henry and the Titans roll in, they don't have the defense. He, he could run for 275. He could run for 300 against the Kansas City defense. Man. Houston or Kansas City, I, I can't bet against the Titans. I just can't do it. Jason in Napa Valley, California, you're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Let's go to Chris in Birmingham, Alabama, listening on Jocks FM. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, Hughes? Doing good, Chris. Uh, I just want to discuss uh, uh, the Titans game and the, and the Vikings game, and in my opinion, with uh, Derek, Derek Henry. I'll start with the uh, Vikings game. As, as, a Saints, as a Saints fan, I'm glad to see those frauds finally go down uh, and Eventually, eventually, I feel like Texas will make this make to the Super Bowl and, and actually lose. But then I want to go to all props to the Titans and and um and Derrick Henry and all of them and uh, making it this far. I think they can take it all the way and win the whole thing. Uh, Derrick Henry is on a tear for the past, but for the past uh, for the past for the past season he's been on a tear. And and I'm, and I'm a Bama fan, and it's always good to see. It's always good to see all those Bama those players getting, yeah, playing good because this is for the running backs. They always have known to have a bad rep, I guess. Um, but if I want to just discuss Derrick Henry. Um, like I want to go back to like a few weeks back when I was reading uh, Leonard Fournette's Twitter account saying he said he said he went on record saying that uh, I guess typing that that uh, apparently he he went high. He, uh, how he, everyone's whenever it comes to him in the college, he'll always bring up the Heisman thing and, and with Derrick Henry and all of them. And he 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 he, point, he, he just he was quick to point out that uh, he was the highest draft pick for all Bama players all together. And, and I was like, well, look at him. Well, look at Derrick Henry right now compared to you. One thing about Derrick Henry, and thank you so much for listening in Birmingham, Alabama, Jocks FM. I drove through there. On my way down for a week with my kids in Gulf Shores, never been to Gulf Shores and never drove Alabama top to bottom. Great state. Gulf Shores, fantastic week away. Uh, beautiful place. Alabama prepares players for the NFL, plain and simple. Nick Saban, his staff, the facilities, the football experience at Alabama prepares players more for the NFL than well, you put Ohio State, Clemson, LSU, Georgia, you know, it, it's easy to look at Oklahoma, at, at the big boys in college football and what they do. By the way, when the Titans beat the Chiefs to even their record at 5-5, five and five, Derrick Henry had 23 carries for 188 yards against that Chiefs defense. 
when they lost at home against Houston, Derrick Henry only had 21 carries for 86 yards against that Texans defense. So I guess if you're a Titans fan, he may be rooting for Houston to lose that game, and you would rather play Kansas City. I don't know if it matters who you play. Uh, your thoughts on the Titans over the Ravens, Niners over the Vikings, and who's your pick Monday night, LSU or Clemson? Let's go to Emmanuel in San Francisco listening on KNBR. You're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Hey, how's it going? How you so, doing, Emmanuel? Good, good, good. So I was uh, listening to a couple of things, and I was actually reading some stuff on Twitter um, about the Niners' defense, and I, I totally agree with you about how you know they're one of the most complete teams right now in the NFL, and especially you know I mean, obviously the playoffs. But I was reading something that said that uh, when Quan Alexander, D. Ford, and Nick Bosa are all on the field, that quarterbacks only have a rating of three out of a hundred. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty interesting. Well, I and, think they're, uh, they're they're such a complete team, Emmanuel. And now Staley back healthy, the O line healthy. They do not have a weakness you can exploit, offense, defense, or special teams. They don't. I I agree. And how do you scheme against the team on off? You know, on defense when you have so many weapons that you can go to with, you know, the, I call him the three-headed monster in, you know, Raheem Mostert, uh, Matt Breida, and Tevin Coleman. And then you have, you know, Devo Samuel. You have, you know, Emmanuel Sanders. You have George Kittle. And, and now you have, you know, Kendrick Bourne, who, you know, steps up when he needs to. So it's kind of hard to scheme against a, an offense like that. Yeah, I would think, and thanks, Emmanuel, for listening on KMBR out in San Francisco. Enjoy NFC Championship Sunday against the winner of Seattle and Green Bay. I would think a a quick strike spread where you just get rid of the ball as fast as you can. That would be the only type of offense that can beat them, and I don't think that's Russell Wilson. It might be Rodgers, but then they just beat up on Rodgers when Green Bay was in San Francisco, I don't I don't know what type you know. Drew Brees and the Saints might have given them trouble. Not a lot of deep drops, and you empty the backfield and you throw quick passes. That would be it. I mean, you saw Bosa out covering, a run, you know, bumping out and faking like he was going, and I think it was a running back, and he's he's that athletic. I'm trying to think anybody in the playoffs. That can Kansas City, you might with Mahomes if you get to a Super Bowl matchup. That might not be a good matchup. But then the Chiefs' defense, they have, you know, Tannehill almost threw for 300 when the Titans beat them earlier in the year. So you, you're not going to stop the San Francisco defense. It is interesting to look at the Texans and what they did against Henry when they were playing all their starters. 20 carries around, what was it, 80 yards? Let's go to Greg in South Carolina. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, how you doing? Hey, Greg. I'm thinking Tannehill is not getting very much love, you know. Yeah, how the Titans win, not throwing for more than 100 yards. It was just silly, but... 
you go back and look at those two touchdown passes, they were on the damn money. They were tremendous catches. <clears throat> the national media is looking pretty silly tonight with all their picks. Um, I don't think a lot of people saw that coming in Baltimore. Uh, I, I did like Tennessee plus a nine and a half points. I thought it would be a fourth quarter uh, type game, but I didn't see Tennessee owning it start to finish. I just didn't. I made two Titans games this year. One was the San Diego game, which was really miserable towards the end from a fan's perspective of sitting there forever. The the timeouts and the the dead balls at live games are just almost intolerable for, for me anymore. Um, Clemson LSU, I see as a toss-up. I see those two games tomorrow as really good games and toss-up. They should be. All right, Greg. Well, thank you for listening in South Carolina. I think LSU-Clemson feels like a 38-35 game, big play, special teams, turnover. That's what it feels, you know, the 42-35 shootout game on Monday night. I just don't like the extra week off. I think it's lost its storylines. Yeah, you see the TV promos, but there's no one talking about it. By the way, looking at the Niners' schedule this year, and I was right when I said quick throws, quick team, quick quarterback, either one of those combinations. Arizona gave them trouble both times they played Arizona this year. New Orleans was 48-46. That's the type of team that, and, and again, you're not going to, Rodgers might be able to do that with the quick throws. Seattle and them have had a couple of wars this year, unbelievable games. 27-24, Seattle beat them in San Francisco, and then San Francisco won at Seattle with that game ending at the half-yard line. Oh, I love NFL playoff football, I really do. I do like LSU Monday night. I, I just think Joe Burrow, the fitting end to one of the great seasons for any player ever in college football. So we have a couple segments left with the audience. You can join us, 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. Taking your huge opinions on the Niners' domination of the Vikings and Derrick Henry and Tannehill just throttling Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Now, some are telling me, well, hey, Lamar had over 500 yards of offense. No, you need to watch a game. Watch the first half. Okay? It wasn't the same Baltimore offense or team. It wasn't. And maybe when you get in the foxhole, the bunker, whatever sports cliche we want to use, but you're at home and you know you're two wins away and you're rested. But then I look at the focus of the Niners and how good they looked. But remember, in their final game, it came down to a half a yard in between being a five seed or a one seed. That was a playoff game in Seattle, the finale. 
So you can comment on that. And I need your huge prediction on LSU and Clemson Monday night. College football, guess what? It feels like the season's over. But the championship game is Monday night. Outside of people who cheer for Clemson and LSU, it does seem like it's over. I don't like the extra week. Don't like it at all. Let's go to Ed in San Francisco listening on KMBR. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, I'll give you LSU's my prediction, and I want to face uh, the Green Bay Packers. The Seattle Seahawks are like an old girlfriend that comes back and knows you so well and knows all your weaknesses that when she comes back, it could be all over, and that could be a heart attack for Niner fans over here. So we're rooting for Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, local kid. He's going to come through, and then it will be the Shrine to Rodgers once again. Thank you, Ed, in San Francisco. Let's travel to North Carolina. And, Freddie, you're up next on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Yeah, hello. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, the, uh, what I'd like to, I don't hear anybody talk about this that much. You alluded to that coming in to this segment. But the thing is, Baltimore's team, especially their defense, and at the defensive line especially, and I'll, I'll look at the whole defense as, responsible, as being responsible for that, but they were not competing at the line of scrimmage. I mean, and Baltimore had a good defense all year, but that was just a game. For whatever reason, they didn't show up to compete. They weren't aggressive. They didn't control the, you know, Tennessee controlled the line of scrimmage. They didn't have the intensity. And they got beat, you know. So now Tennessee's doing good. That's good. But in Kansas City's defensive line is probably not as good as Baltimore's, obviously, for the whole year. But I'm sure they'll do a lot better because it's a one-game situation. And you got everybody understands now that when you get in the playoffs, it doesn't matter about your regular season. It's what you do in the playoffs. So that's the bottom line. Thank you for your call, my friend. Appreciate you listening, Freddie, in North Carolina. When you talk about being challenged and playoff ready, and you're Baltimore, and you look at their schedule, and they played that playoff-like game and beat the Niners. That was a great game on Sunday, December 1st. Then they beat a solid Buffalo team on the road on December 8th, 24-17. After that, that's December 8th. So we're sitting about a month later. They beat the Jets on a Thursday night game, 42-21. Hammered Cleveland, 31-15. Sat Lamar and most of the starters and beat Pittsburgh 28-10 with RG3 at QB. Then had a bye week. So the last time this team played some meaningful football We could roll back to about a month ago at Buffalo. So did they lose the mojo? It looked like it. It really did. That did not look like the same Baltimore team that was completely dominant. You know, the team that beat New England 37-20 two months ago. And that was a good, those are two good back-to-back wins beating the Niners at home in Buffalo. But that's a month ago. I, I think, and like I said, Seattle and San Francisco are going toe-to-toe, and it's a playoff game in the final week of the regular season. Niners then, deep breath, 
fresh legs, and it showed today or on Saturday against Minnesota. I just think you, if you go inside the schedule and look at it. Rick in Chicago listening on AM670 here on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Rick? You there? It, yeah, Bill, I'm here. How you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm just... I'm doing great, but I'm just in complete shock the way that the Ravens showed up today. I thought they were guaranteed when not only did they get killed by the spread, but they got hammered outright by the Titans. I couldn't believe it. And I've never been so off on a game in my life until tonight. Um, I also like LSU on Monday. And... um, by the way, I know that you have some affiliation with the White Sox in the past, and I love the White Sox this year when they held Central. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate the call in Chicago listening on AM670. The White Sox, I love going to Jimbo's and the White Sox games. It's awesome. Why is it a big shock that Tennessee hammered Baltimore when they looked solid start to finish in ending Belichick and Brady's year. Why would any of us be shocked that they won at Baltimore? Why would anybody bet against them in Houston or at Kansas City? You watch what Henry did against the Patriots' defense. I thought it would be a fourth-quarter game. I I did like Tennessee plus 9.5, but I didn't think they would win. I like the points. Somebody told me the money line before kickoff was at plus 400, so if you bet 100 on them, you win 400 bucks. It's not like, hey, this was their opening playoff game. Where'd this come from? I think, are they 9-3? and three? They were 5-5. Five and five. They got to 9-7. and seven. And they've won their two playoff games in Foxborough and at Baltimore. And they made Brady and Lamar Jackson when it counted. And I'm talking the first half and when they were up 28-6. Same thing with Brady. They made them look helpless at times. And I know you say, well, look at the yardage for Lamar, 500-plus. No, when it counted. That's why numbers, analytics drive me crazy. Oh, look at the stats. No. That's for the fantasy people and for the analytic side of sports. Yards when it counted, when the game early on, when you set the tone, they weren't there. Shouldn't be a surprise what Tennessee did. I I think it's a surprise when you look up at a 28-6. And that Lamar had the three turnovers and... I think 14 points for Tennessee on the turnovers. We'll spend one final segment together if you want to join in with your huge opinions. 1 855 2124 CBS. That's 1 855 212 4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. We are back live across North America. We're the only show based on huge opinions, yours and mine, Horowitz and McKeon, producing the broadcast back at CBS Sports Radio 
in New York City. Horowitz, who's coming up again at two? Who's the new guy that replaced Zach? We got Vince Quinn. Vince Quinn. He's got the 2 a.m., 6 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m., 3 p.m. Pacific, right? That's correct. And now he's doing both the Saturday and Sunday show. Good for him, Vince Quinn. Overnights. Waking you up. Zach now has moved to weeknights. Uh, 6 to 10, good for Zach. And Mirash went to the mornings with D.A. on CBS Sports Radio. Also, you can listen to all the shows, XM Sirius Channel 206. Let's go to Jim in Pennsylvania. Talking NFL and LSU and Clemson on Monday night. How you doing, my friend? Doing great, huge. Thanks a lot for taking my call. A few things, though, real quick. Just uh, if first talking about the NFL, uh, if we just rewind the clocks to literally a year ago, AFC NFC title game. It was the one and the two seed in the AFC, one and the two in the NFC. This year, oh man, it, you could have a million different combinations. And if you would have told me just two weeks ago, two weeks ago, that both the New Orleans Saints and the Baltimore Ravens would not only not make the Super Bowl but lose their first playoff game, I would have said you're nuts. But seeing how they played in those playoff games and how poorly the quarterbacks played, well, I just have to say I don't think San Francisco is any lock at all, no matter who they play next week, Green Bay and or Seattle, in particular Seattle. Uh, Switching to the college football national championship game listen i'm like you i don't like this whole two week off in between it's it all it is is just a money grab to drive up the hype drive up you know sales the ratings are going to be huge regardless uh, no pun intended uh obviously being in new orleans uh you have to figure lsu is going to be a favorite but i'll tell you what clemson has the heart of a champion they have the experience trevor lawrence looks more and more like john elway every time he's under center I just think it's going to be an all-time game between both teams known as Tigers, both teams known for Death Valley. I, I just I can't wait for Monday night, huge. Thank you, Jim, in Pennsylvania. I will disagree with you. I, I don't think there's been the hype. I get if you're in Clemson country or an LSU fan, state of Louisiana, SEC country, there has not been the hype because of that extra week. I think it's gone completely the opposite. If they would have played last Saturday and had nine days, that's enough. I I, I don't like the extra week. I do like LSU by seven. Let's go to Jeff in Baltimore, Maryland. You're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Hey, how you doing, sir? Hey, Jeff. Um, The reason I'm calling in um, the Baltimore Ravens, um, we lost tonight, um, Eric Henry. You know, played a really good game, really good game. You know, they kind of reminded me of a Ravens team when we had, like, Jamal Lewis, and we just had a battering ram, and we just ran three teams. But also, I didn't appreciate, like, the unsportsmanlike um, ship of Tennessee for what I'm hearing from uh, Marshall Young, about uh, a defensive player, you know, in his face, and then I heard one of his gentlemen got on the radio and, like, taunted um, our running back when he gives, you know, our quarterback, you know, gives him his problem. Look, we, we're not a, we, we, we lost tonight, okay? 
what I'm basically trying to say is Tennessee enjoys this victory because the Bucks is getting ready to stop here. And I, don't, I, don't, I like the the heart of a champion and the attitude of a champion. Taunting and all of that nonsense only goes with so far. You just caught us on a bad night. Remember, we will see you again next season, Tennessee. I was kind of going to root for you guys, but just the way you guys kind of, just like the kid who hurts, uh, uh, I hate to say this, are on social services and they get some candy for a day or two in there or some man, 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 but I have candy all month. Uh, you know, I'm just saying, Tennessee, you're, the bus going to stop when you face either KC or Houston. So I'll give you your, give you your credit. I was really kind of going to be behind you guys, but if you're going to be a champion, act like one. How about that? Yeah, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate the call in Baltimore. I will say, if you're a Ravens fan and you had two games at home, looking at Tennessee and looking at Houston or Kansas City, you were thinking you had a great chance to go to the Super Bowl. With Lamar, with the offense, the defense had played well, and instead you're one and done. New England one and done. New Orleans one and done. Wow. Breeze, Brady, and Lamar Jackson did not win a playoff game in January 2020. Let that sink in. And Derrick Henry and the Titans took out Brady and Lamar Jackson on back-to-back Saturday nights. Back-to-back and... Now if they beat Deshaun Watson or Mahomes, either in Houston or Kansas City, whoever wins on Sunday night, think about that journey to the Super Bowl. one 212 cbs That's one 212 Tweet me 24-7 at Saturday. Huge on Twitter. Bill, up in Alaska, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, how you doing? We only get you guys on the weekends up here in Alaska. I love your show. I Thank you. A quick question. I just had a quick question for you. Uh, uh, are you surprised how quick the 49ers turned it around after the uh, Kaepernick-Jim Harbaugh drama? And uh, what do you think the main factors for doing so so quickly are? I hey, well, mean it when I say I enjoy your show, so I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, thanks. I think it's John Lynch and it's Shanahan and... When you look at the building blocks and the trade for Jimmy G, which nobody saw coming, uh, you look at Kittle, who now is the best tight end, you look at Draft and Bosa, you look at putting that defensive line together, upgrading the offensive line. You know, the Sanders trade, uh, Richard Sherman coming aboard, veteran leadership. I, there's just a lot of pieces to building a champion that all have worked. They haven't missed on too much in San Francisco. And you can't control injuries, right? So you can't control that. I said this when I started the show tonight, that you have great ownership, front office led by Lynch, and Shanahan, the type of coach that he's not stepping in front of players and saying, it's me. And they have a great feel and chemistry to their team. You can feel it 
through the TV set. I haven't been in their locker room. I haven't been to a practice. You can just see it. You can feel it. Assistants all seem to understand the roles. The players understand their roles. Their defensive line is dominant, and their offensive line, when healthy, is dominant. So they traded and upgraded for a big league quarterback. They paid him. You bring in the veterans. You draft well. There's not a negative. They don't have a weakness when healthy at a position. There's not a weakness in their coaching staff. There's not a weakness in the front office. You know, I I look at the Niners, and they're almost perfect across the board. They are a blueprint on how to do it, and you need some luck. Your draft picks have to hit. Nobody saw Kittle becoming the best tight end in the NFL. You know, Jimmy G had never been a starter in big games. They're just a great football team right now, and that defensive line just owns it. I don't know how anybody beats them the rest of the way. You know, I thought because of Lamar and his speed, he might be the guy. And do you count out Rodgers? Do you count out Russell Wilson? I don't, when, when you get to the NFC title game, I don't know if they're going to have any time to throw. And like I said, Kyler Murray, the Drew Brees game where they won 48-46, you have to empty the backfield, quick throws, and not give that defensive line a chance to dominate you like they did today against Kirk Cousins. I thought he was dropping back way too much. Let's go to Charles in Atlanta, Georgia, here on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, how you doing, my man? How you doing, C? Hey, uh, here's, here's the thing, man. I'm with you. I, I wasn't surprised on the Baltimore game. Um, here's the reason why, you know, um, down in Atlanta, we felt so many heartbreaks uh, for number six seed that we can go back as when Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers came. We had a number one seed, and we feeling all good. We're overlooking teams. And we already planning our trip to the Super Bowl. But, you know, you, you just cannot overlook these teams, you know. And, and I was telling a partner of mine from Baltimore, I said, here's the thing. Lamar haven't had a bad game. I don't think none this this year. And I said, but I guarantee you, you have at least two turnovers at the wrong time, and it would cost his team the game. Not not blaming him uh, on Lamar, but you know, on, on the big stage, you know, it, it's just gonna happen at the wrong time. He thought I was crazy. I said, now watch what happened. Now, Derrick Henry, said he's gonna rush for about almost 200 yards, because as you watch Tennessee. Late in the season, man, they got hot. The offensive line start gelling together. You know, they, they, that team just got start competing together. You know, Ryan Tannehill. You know, he 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 didn't put up big numbers, man, but he held his composure tonight. So I was I wasn't surprised at all. I'm sitting there like I told you so. You know, you know, Baltimore had a great year, but here's the thing, man. Lamar, you know, he he he's a young, great quarterback, but. You know, when it comes to playoffs, you got to get more playoff experience, man. And you know, we just can't—you just can't have turnovers, you know, on this stage because you know, a team like you know Tennessee and Derrick Henry, man. You know, you just—you just can't say that guy just—you know—had his composure. He just—you know—he stayed his course and st- stuck to the strip. And, 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 and as a team effort, man, they just went in there and just 
it wasn't shocking, man. Just just beat a good team at home. So that, that's my point there. Hey, Charles, thanks for the call, and have a great weekend in Atlanta. Let's grab Aaron in Houston. Listening on AM610, final caller of the night. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Yes, sir. Um, I just wanted to say that uh, I think the AFC South brand of football has been kind of underrated for the last couple of years. And I think that the Titans, I kind of expected them to come in and punch them in the mouth. Um, I think the Titans and the Texans are going to be a good matchup because, uh, first of all, the Chiefs only beat the Jaguars out of our whole division. They couldn't beat us. They couldn't beat Indianapolis. They couldn't beat the Titans. The Titans, uh, whenever Derrick Henry got that uh, that 200-yard game, well, we didn't play any of our starters. We pretty much just gave them a playoff. Right. Yeah, and when and, you played them, when, when you played them the first time with your starters, uh, he had one of his lowest outputs of the year, around 80 yards on 20 carries. And uh, uh, I, I think uh, I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm going to give LSU the win. I ain't going to say it's going to be by seven. I think it's going to be by three, and that's probably just because they're going to play in New Orleans. Uh, I'm rooting for Clemson. I love LSU, but I think Clemson has the better team. Uh, I think LSU is one year away. Um, but I love Orgeron. I love the fan base. I, I went to college in LSU. I've always admired them. I, I'm, but I'm going to give them the win by three. All right, Aaron. Gonna... With, yeah, Buddy, thanks for listening on AM610 in Houston. Enjoy the Texans. And the Chiefs on Sunday. I do want to thank all the great interaction from all across uh, the U.S. and Canada tonight. Remember, 24-7, uh, you can drop tweets at Saturday Huge. I read them all. That's at Saturday Huge on Twitter. I want to thank Horowitz and McKeon and also Seth Canner. Everybody enjoy the NFL playoff games on Sunday, the championship game on Monday. And we'll talk next Saturday night right here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.